Well, apparently a week off has taught him nothing, but uh, miraculously somehow, welcome into Chaos and Disorder. Maybe we did a good episode at some other time, so go over to AsylumFantasySports.com, check out all the archives, follow the show at Chaos and Disorder on the tweeters, Chaos and Disorder pod on the Facebooks. <sighs> it's exhausting. You know... <laughs> You weren't here, at, you know, for a while. You just right. kept, got to the studio, Indeed. and uh, Alejandro and I decided, well, we'll just get started, get all the house cleaning out of the way. You'll be here sooner or later. Big mistake to start it, a show without the talent. Actually, I mean, it was okay. You know, he said, okay, we... we <laughs> That's going to be on your headstone. We, it was okay. <laughs> no, I mean, we did a mic check. You know, check the mic. This is our producer. Mic check. Okay, right, mic right. Check. Everything's fine, right? Okay, you're ready. Yeah. Started, you know, I went through and we did the all the email the Gmail thing, Andy Frampton. Oh, you hit it all. Everything. Man. Everything. And then I started saying, Okay, I, I'm not sure if Flieger even knows you're here, but welcome back from your suspension. Blah blah blah. All of a sudden the finger comes up. Oh. Shut it down. Something's not right. <laughs> yeah, and it right. ended. Our selection and producers is what's not right with this show. So, uh, apparently the week off has taught him nothing, but he showed up with all kinds of weird beer. So, once again, he will survive as Rick will never get rid of him. So, because you'd have to buy your own beer and get your own beer. And, I did. I mean, you did. You I did, did that right thing. there. Nobody, Look at it. Nobody can see that. So you got your so you got your black and tan there. You had a summer solstice. solstice. Summer solstice and this thing here. Yeah, you've got a dessert beer. Up just, yes, it is. It's a seasonal series, is what it is. I don't even know what brand it is, but anyway, it says Coors Light Stout. <laughs> Say it right. With lactose cookies and cocoa nibs. Nibs? Whatever the hell a nib is. What's a cocoa nib? Last thing I knew, a nib was like the end of it, those old-fashioned ink pencils that you dipped into the ink well. Really? Different nibs, you know. Nah. You know yeah, it is. How do you know that? Because I used to draw pen and ink, and you had to Wait get a minute. different Dip size. What you used to draw? Yeah, you know, whatever. A face of flowers, a landscape, whatever the case Lots may be. Nudes. Tasteful nudes. Huh? Why were you doing all this drawing? Was this like before TV was invented or something? Well, I do paint. You paint? You've never seen any of the the pictures I painted. I don't know. I well, you've been to the look. house a million times. Yeah, I probably didn't look. Well, no, you didn't. You come into one the back. You probably never did. Yeah, you, you really didn't let me roam free very much. You tended to keep a close eye. Well, the dog did. So, yeah, I couldn't even take a leak without the dog sitting outside the door making sure nothing nefarious Well, I'll take some afoot. pictures on the phone and show them to you next week, and then you can verify that I actually do. So you're an artist, too. I wouldn't say that, but I paint. Well, one who produces art, would they not be an artist? Yeah. All right, we're leaving that one in there. He, for the second time tonight, just stopped the show. Now, is the show running now or what? It looks that I way. I have no idea what's going on with this now, guy. Now, look how much better your squigglies look, too. What's going on there? What do you suppose the difference is in your squigglies? He actually turned it on, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so for background, right? I don't know. 
He's over there beating the table because he's perplexed. Yeah, of course he's perplexed because he's producing a radio show. And so the idea of producing a radio show would be perplexing to someone like that. Okay, well, I'm sitting here looking at the producer's desk. Okay. He has two bottles of flat tire, and I'm not sure what he's holding but it's a can of Wild Ride. So whatever type of production we're going to get. So it might be the copious <laughs> amounts of alcohol. Is that what you're, you're assuming is going on here? Just taking a wild stab. So, so are you all right over there? You're, you're pretty sure we're recording? Oh, yeah. Well, at least now. I can see it. Our squigglies are money. They're opulent. They'll probably be double stack on each other that's, and overlap that's and, a legitimate concern yes. but yeah so when you hear that weird pause and i don't remember what we were talking about even though it was 18 seconds ago that's <laughs> oh, why does it really matter for the second time in approximately 11 minutes we've started a show and he's just chosen to stop it <laughs> and yet yeah. i'm the a-hole when he gets suspended that's the feedback yeah. we get I'm, I'm the and a-hole. i'm grumpy well no you are grumpy you're a, just yeah, a, I'm, I'm on your side here oh yeah yeah. <laughs> We're picking on the poor old man. Yeah. Cocoa nibs are from the cocoa bean and they're well, crushed up. Well, I figured that it was from cocoa. So is it the bean crushed up? Yes. Well, yeah, but I mean What do you mean don't, don't act like you knew that? Well, obviously it's from the cocoa bean. You know, a nib, all we needed to know was it is a piece of a bean or is it ground up into dust is that not what i just said it, it is well it, it, and you yelled at him for saying but that. you it, said that's but, all you needed to know that's all he told you and you're yelling at him the previous the, stuff well worth getting yelled the, at giving you factual information it's the way he delivered it Did i, I do don't it pretentiously it, this time i don't think it was Damn. I, I, I know it was <laughs> look i was on your side here but i'm well really, I, I tried I'm really, I'm really starting to get back on his side. How could you wait? You just yelled at him. He he understands. It's okay. I I don't understand. This show is a freaking disaster. Of course you do. This is a Texas tornado match. Yeah, it's essentially that. So, I don't know. Is there anything even to talk about? Oh, there's plenty to talk about. I got nothing. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got just a little preface of the show. I've got some... NFL schedule anomalies, things that have happened that haven't happened in years in the NFL schedule. I've got an article from all of our favorite journalists, Kyle Porter. Oh, boy. We get a soliloquy today. Yeah, and I've got a dead body story. Well, there's always a dead body story. It's going to be great. And and there's going to be lots more. We have hockey playoffs going on. Now, I'm giving Um, to understand... You don't care about that. Oh, no. I certainly I mentioned it right before we went on air for the third time, and you said you didn't care. For reference, it was like, you know, let's hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. You know, well, no, you don't hurry the quality show that chaos and disorder is. Actually, we pretty much always do, if I'm not mistaken. Woo! I don't like it. All right. Well, are you going to start the show? No, not now. <laughs> you guys are ganging up on me. What? No, now hey, you're the victim. Be, before you go any further. <laughs> of course I am. You're always picking on the old guy. Where can you find Ravel Lovers at? Yes. You didn't do the intro the well, third be- time we started he did, it, he did it on the first time. Yeah, well, on the first one, I said, where do you find them, Alejandro? And that's when the finger came yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want to hear it. Yeah, he wasn't interested. Now you can find them on Bandcamp. You can find them on YouTube. 
Look for and on Twitter at Real Rival Lovers, and of course Andy Frampton at Real. What? It, darn it! I thought oh, I had geez. it. Bronco Swanson. Yes. Boom. Got it. Yep. TikTok and Facebook. TikTok. Don't stop. All right. The Jets and Dolphins were actually scheduled to play each other back to back last year, but with the COVID thing, it was done. You know, it never happened. So, what you mean back to back weeks? Yeah, and that was scheduled that way. Apparently, hmm. thirty years ago, it was the Chargers and Seahawks who played each other back to back. So that was what nineteen ninety one. But this week, this year, Baltimore and Cleveland, or, or actually Cleveland, will be playing Baltimore back to back. Okay, but it's technically not that because Baltimore will play Cleveland. All right, then they'll have to play Pittsburgh. While Cleveland's on a bye, but ah, then they come okay. back and they play each other again. So it's actually back to back for Cleveland, but not Baltimore. Um, That's stupid. It is in kinda... a seventeen game schedule, especially divisional games. Why would you squeeze them together like that? I don't know. I thought I thought that was strange. Yeah, myself. I don't like that. Okay, the Ravens will be playing four straight home games in twenty twenty one, marking just the seventh time that that's happened over the past thirty years. Actually, last year, Pittsburgh did it. Did they uh, really? Yes, they did. Uh, the Raiders in 16, Dolphins and Packers. Oh, in si- Raiders, Dolphins, Packers in 16, the Titans in 15, and the Texans in 08. And nobody, only the Titans finished below 500. They were 0-4 o- in that stretch. All the other teams were 3-1 and one or 4-0. and o. That's a big advantage. Four home games in a row, not having to travel whatsoever. See, this this is the. But un- you see what happened with Pittsburgh, though. Yeah, that was part of their twelve zero run, right, or whatever. Yeah. Well, they just collapsed like a cheap tent at the end of the year. Well, yeah, that was kind of kind of what they do anymore. Right. Usually, they wait until the playoffs. They just got a head start last season exactly. before they completely threw it. You know, and getting off of football real quick. I mean, we talk about like Pittsburgh's collapses in their playoff drought. I didn't realize it till that first Islanders Penguins game that Pittsburgh had lost ten of their last eleven playoff games. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they got swept out yeah, by the it, Islanders, right. was it last year? And then... Who was it, Boston or Philly, I think, yeah, did I'm it trying the year to re- before. I'm trying to remember who it was the year before, swept them or beat them 4-1. I can't yeah. remember what it was. Yeah, they've had some uh, unceremonious exits, but they, they're they back on it today. They're back on the horse, Rick. Yeah, I think I got they're going to get it today. I, I agree with you. Do you think, going back to the Steelers, and we'll get off the, the whole Pittsburgh thing, I, I saw a thing where PFF did, you know, they do those simulations of the season with their rankings, right. and they do it a thousand times. And they have the Steelers as the least likely team across all of those simulations to actually win the AFC North. And it seems to be a popular take, not only that they're going to take a step back, not only that they're not a playoff team, but they're ripe for collapse. I don't know if I'm just being a homer. I have a hard time seeing that. I don't understand. And that seems to be the national perspective of this team. So I'm starting to think I'm missing something. I look at their schedule, and if they finish third in that division, I certainly won't be surprised. I don't think Cincinnati gets over them this year. But I certainly think Baltimore and Cleveland's better than Pittsburgh this year. And 
with the strength of schedule that they have, you know, it, you know, it's relative to last year, obviously, but still, they've got a rough schedule. Ben's back, but I tell you what, with other than with the Pittsburgh coaching staff, there's not anybody really excited about it that I know of, and. You know, they they seem to have plenty of weapons on offense. Najee Harris looks like he could bolster the running game. But, you know, there's still so many question marks on the line. I mean, Pouncey retired. Basically, the guy to take his place is a third-round draft pick. It's no guarantee. And I think, what, they're uh, the only other draft pick on the offensive line, say, for – uh, Fairmouth, the, the tight end, is a fourth-round tackle. And that line is very suspect. Yeah, it is. But I feel like they've got better in other places. I mean, I really feel this is just a referendum on Ben Roethlisberger, right? It's The consensus is he's done. Do you think he's done? <sighs> he is... I mean, done. I don't think he's done in in so much as an NFL quarterback, but is like what you would think of Ben Roethlisberger. Well, yeah, those days are long gone. That it's guy's like been Tom dead Brady. for five years. Yes, yeah, but it's not like Tom Brady who just keeps going. Last year was really, really a telltale year because they started off. They had what three. 300-yard rushers the first three weeks, I believe it was, last year. Did they? And they finished the league, in the league, 32nd in the league rushing. Well. He refused to even try to run. And it became painfully clear that the line couldn't block for the runners for whatever reason. They made no adaptations to whatever the defense was doing to stop the run. And then it was, you know, we heard Chris Collingworth painfully say, oh, Ben Rothenberg gets rid of the ball, 2.3 seconds. Well, because he had to. And it was basically, okay, we're going to start jamming these receivers, which is what they started doing in the second half of the year. And they had no answers for anything when it got to that. And whether it was um, just not being able to come up, Randy Finkner not coming up with anything new, or Ben's reluctance to do anything other than these dink and dunks. But, I mean, even when he had guys wide open down the field, he missed 50% of the time, if not more. Yeah, it, it felt like that. That's where I feel like I, I think it's going to be a struggle. I, I definitely think Baltimore's better. Cleveland's better on paper, but I I guess I'm going to have to see it one more time, right, see him compete for that division and make the playoffs before I believe well, it. Well, after the ass-whooping they put on Pittsburgh in the playoffs well, last year, I think they have a bit of confidence. It's like, okay, we kind of made our bones last year. This could be our year. Or I mean, the, the way the Steelers played in the first half of that game, the West Kane and Coyotes could have beat them about that bad as well. It's true. He'll get that reference. You will not. However, when I look at this team, I think – other than Ben, he's kind of staying static. You, the offense has to be better with Feekner gone, right? He's a complete disaster. You're running back. You upgraded probably five times from what you had. No I love doubt. James Conner, but five times you've upgraded there. The offensive line, you lose Pouncey. He was hurt most of the year. He wasn't any good when he was in there. You lose Villanueva. You get Dotson back. 
I think the offensive line's probably better. You know, we felt like the defense was completely falling apart, and they're going to feel Steven Nelson leaving. But otherwise, getting Vince Williams back, you're going to get Devin Bush back. The defense is about the same. I I won't say they're better with Jones. We're going to have to see what happens if Highsmith can replace – my mind just went Dupree on the other side. If Highsmith can fill that spot, it, the defense is at least as good as they were in a team where, even though they did it in a weird order, won 11 games and won that division last year. So I just, it, it really becomes that referendum on Ben Roethlisberger, and it, it'll be interesting to see, right? Is he, can he use that offensive or that, that running game he has? Will he stop checking out of everything? Is he willing? This is the big question. You're going to know this in, in a week or two. Is he willing to stay in the pocket for more than 2.3 seconds? Because there were times, yes, he had to get rid of it, but there were times he probably got rid of it sooner than he oh, needed. Oh, no to. doubt. It was almost like he was choosing that as. The run game. Right, yeah, exactly. And And he was unwilling to take a hit, where his whole career had been marked by he'd take every hit. I get it. He's earned that right to not want to do it anymore, but he's going to have to. And and it's still, I don't know, to me it's just curious. We we covered that stat back way back when in the wintertime. He's had 20 quarterback sneaks his entire career. Do you think that's him? Is that Tomlin? It's got to be him. I mean, who would make that choice when Tom Brady's made, I forget the exact amount, a hundred and some over his career? Right. You know, when when you have a 260-pound quarterback and, and Tomlin's up there screaming, if we can't make a damn yard, we don't deserve to get it. Well, you got a guy who's just laid out frontwards. You get the yard. Well, no, they, they've always preferred to run, uh, you know, a double not get a it. double reverse on fourth and inches. That's uh, <laughs> That might be more of a Tom. Anyhow, this, is, this isn't a Steelers show. We could, it could be. What, what are your other schedule? Oh, hold on. What do you guys have as their record prediction? All right, so they're playing 17 this year. I still think they're a ten win team. I think ten and seven. I'm going seven and ten to wow. eight to eight and nine. Okay. I, I, wow. Yeah, one of them. I'm more with Briggs on this one. Look well, at nobody their schedule. Asked you. I did. Thank you. <laughs> you you weren't here. You were tardy to the party. Oh yeah. yeah. One of the first times you started and stopped the show. One of the five, yeah. Yeah, well that's good. What else you got there? The Bears time. don't have to play a consecutive or excuse me, play consecutive road games at any point this season. No kidding. That's something. Now does that imply they don't get consecutive home games? Oh no, it's a seventeen game yeah. schedule, so there would be one instance of that then, right? Um Yeah, um it's oh. only happened what is it? This is the fourth time since two thousand ten that's happened. The previous three times, all three teams ended up winning their division. Oh, so are you predicting the Bears? No, I'm win just reading the NFC facts. I, I'm actually uh, jumping on the Minnesota Viking bandwagon. Oh, you ready? You and Kirk Cousins. Yes, sir. To the moon. Um, let's see. The, the Washington football team will close the season with five straight games against division. I opponents. heard that. Wow. I heard that. That's wild. Yeah, that that's that's tough. Or it could be very – I mean, talk about disruptive. Wow. I mean, that's – Well, they, they could go in there looking like they have the 
first overall. I think they're going to be an upstart team this year. I think they could be a playoff team. You talk about a make or break stretch there, depending on how good Dallas and Philly and the Giants are, because you're playing them all compacted. No doubt. Okay, there are only four teams in the NFL who will have to play their first two games on the road, and those teams are the Cowboys, Broncos, Vikings, and 49ers. Only four teams. That's something. Is that odd? I feel like the Steelers used to do that all the time. It seemed that way, yeah. yeah. On the opposite end of the spectrum, there are only two teams that close the season with two straight road games, and those two teams are the Chiefs and Panthers. Uh, the Patriots are facing three teams that will be coming off a bye this year, which is the most in the NFL. That's surprising. Yeah, usually those things break in the Patriots' favor, not the opposite way. Okay, the Broncos were not given a Monday night game this year, marking the first time since 1991 that that's happened. I wouldn't want to watch the Broncos on Monday night. The Broncos had the longest active streak of consecutive seasons with a Monday game. That I did not. That know. surprises me. Not the Cowboys, not the Steelers, right? You know, not the Patriots. These, whatever. Patriots. Yeah. Do they get one when Aaron Rodgers goes there? They may. They may reschedule it. Yes. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, they'll play sixteen straight on Monday Night Football. Okay, not only do the Eagles have the easiest strength of schedule this year, but they don't have to play a single road game against a team that had a winning record last year. As a matter of fact, the Eagles' 17 opponents in 2021, only three of them have a winning record in 2020. Wow. Jeez. (laughs) All right, and one more. Um... It's starting to seem like the NFL is trying to permanently move every Cowboys game to a Thursday. Through the first 13 weeks of the season, the Cowboys will be playing three Thursday games. Wow. All right, so they have Thanksgiving. And then I thought they all only had to play one, like, other Thursday. That's weird. They're playing – so throw Thanksgiving out. They're playing two Thursday night games? Apparently. And they're usually playing Thursday night on Thanksgiving as well because now that they have like three games, they're they usually... always have that four o'clock game. Well, that's yeah, they're, yeah, they're four always that. Yeah. yeah, Detroit's always the noon. Right, they're the four thirty or whatever it is, and then they added that one to eight o'clock on NBC a few years ago. And just a bonus quirk. Oh, Col- a bonus quirk. Yes, the Colts, Dolphins, Eagles, Patriots. All landed a week 14 bye, which is notable for two reasons. First, it's the latest scheduled bye any team has been given since the NFL expanded in 2002. Second, the Buccaneers had the latest bye week last year, and they went on to win the Super Bowl. Oh, clearly that's why. Well, no, but the crazy thing is, is if you go back to – and I had the chart, I, I, but it wouldn't copy over. It's like six years in a row. Like the Patriots or the Broncos. God, I can't even talk. The Buccaneers last year were week 13. Okay. They won the Super Bowl. The year before that, 
It was week 12. They won the Super Bowl. The week before, the year before that, it was it goes all the way back to like week eight. Oh, really? In order, whoever had that the buy. So one, one of, of those those week won. fourteen teams is going to win the Super That's Bowl. What it is. We got to remember this when we do our predictions this summer. Yeah, you betcha. So here's the most important thing of all the scheduling quirks is the seventeenth game and what that does to the Caveman Fantasy Football League schedule between the seventeenth game, the late buys. How does this shake out? When does the fantasy regular season end? When does the playoffs begin? This well, is what we need to know. Rick. Well, we have already discussed that. If you actually looked at Who's the we? league text, text. That, oh no, you hens get going on that, and I. Well, I see, I mean, it's your fault. It. Um, it's a seventeen-game season now. Right. We played up until this year. We played a thirteen-game season, mm-hmm. and then we had the the what is it, the six teams. Made the playoffs, and that was the final, what, three weeks of the yeah, season? Yeah, playoffs started week 14, went 14, 15, and 16. Right. Yeah, and week 17, it was done because right. of, the, of, the, of that. Well, since it's, we're going to play a 14-game season and keep playoffs the same, and that way we still have week 18 is, is a throwaway week because All right, so, you know how that works. So the playoffs aren't occurring – during or the buys aren't occurring during the playoffs. No, but they will be the last week of our regular season. And who are those teams again? The Bucks, the Patriots. There's some significant. No, impact. it's the Colts, Dolphins, Eagles, Patriots. Colts, Dolphins, Eagles, Patriots. Yeah. Well, they all, that, that's a lot of teams on by it for is. teams that are going has to get into the playoffs. So another bye week killer. Week seven. Josh Allen, Diggs, Dak, Zeke, Amari. You could just name the teams. Lamb. He like he's just letting us know he knows what players are on some teams. Dalvin Cook. Thanks. I like football. Justin Jefferson. Thielen. Deal. Football been very very good to me. <laughs> you so suck, Min- and so does fantasy football. So so Minnesota's on a bye. Pittsburgh, as well. Wow. What week was that? Thirteen. Oh, no. Oh no. Now you care. I always cared. Thirteen. Week seven. Oh, oh well, that's seven. right in the middle of the season. That's no big yeah. deal. <clears throat> I, I really, and we've talked about this on the show before, the way they stretch out these bye weeks, and, and you know, irregardless what we think about fantasy football, wouldn't it be more fair just to the league if you did it in in a two week period, I always half that. the league off say week seven, half the week off say week eight or eight and nine now, whatever however you want to do it, and move on. And that way, everything is pretty much they're all the same. It's not like well, you just had a bye week two weeks ago, or yeah, you know what I'm saying. What I never liked is those teams with like the week. I don't know when they start this year, but there were years they'd start in week two. Yeah. Week three. I mean, nobody's getting any benefit from that whatsoever. No. I'm surprised the union hasn't really pushed on that. I know. I mean, it has to do with television revenue. Well, yeah, they, they to have be. to I mean, fill up the ske- they have to fill up the schedule on every right. every time slot. So yeah, that's all it is is a TV. And I guess even if you're the union, that's where all your money's coming from are those multi-billion dollar TV contracts. You would think though that they could. He just stopped in the middle of a sentence to take a sip of a beer if nobody picked that up. This is what this show has devolved into. 
No, actually, I'm just the, the producer. Stopping. We can't get the show on the air. Plus, I can't see the producer through the pyramid of cans over there. You're stopping mid sentence to slurp beer. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I was not slurping beer for God's sake. You weren't slurping beer. It That's precisely what you were doing. Because apparently he shook it oh, when he gave it so to me. Somehow this is his fault too. <laughs> no, it was yours. It's my. <laughs> he had to. He had to sidestep you. He stumbled. It wasn't his fault. I mean, he had to sidestep. What are you talking about? Uh, because you were in the way you know, earlier. You're, you're a damned liar. No. No. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> can you can you finish your sentence? Take a sip of beer and then finish your thought. No, I mean that. That's just what I'm saying. I mean, I, we we're talking about how we we've talked about the players' union and this, that, and the other. And but you would think that. They could fill up the TV schedule. You had 32 teams. You could fill up a TV on the network's prime time with 16 teams. Right. Oh, yeah, you, you I, could. But you know, but they choose not to do that because I don't know why, quite frankly, because it's still going to be the same amount of games at the same amount of stadiums all the time. It's got to be something with ad revenue yeah, oh, yeah, and the definitely. time of year and the team and the where and the how. It's the only thing I can figure. I honestly, obviously have no idea. No, it's way but. over my head is, is why they do it, but we know it's money. But from a fairness standpoint to the players, the teams, the league, et cetera, it just makes sense that half and half, and, and they're done. Yeah, and, and as a fantasy player, that would be much right. nicer as well. You just everybody eats s for two weeks, and, and you move on. Exactly. Have you seen all this stuff? Now it's become basically accepted that there's UFOs everywhere. Have you been seeing this stuff lately? Have you ever seen a UFO? I can't say that I have. I have. Oh Lord, this is going to no, be a Florida no. man Briggs story. No, Go it's for not it. Florida. It was here. <laughs> I, I was working in Newcastle at the time. Okay. A and lovely what year? is <laughs> yes, Lovely town. Pardon me? What year? Let's see. It must have been 1985? What? Why I said drat. drat. Because I was hoping it would correspond with the one that I saw. Oh, wait, wait, wait. in here with two crackpots? No. Well, you're sitting here some afraid of ghosts running around your basement. Well, ghosts are but real. But I can't see a spaceship. Ghosts are real. But a spaceship isn't. Well, I don't know. But it seems far-fetched. Why? Okay, think about this. This this is the old, I mean, it's the oldest argument about it, but just stop and think and listen. Don't interrupt, okay? That's well, kind of what I do. I know. What's in the box? But if you, if you, <laughs> Oh, yeah, the box. But if you think about space, it's endless, correct? It's about impossible to think of endless, but I'm with you. Right. But I mean, if you think about, okay, okay, space ends here. Well, what's on the other side? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it theoretically could be endless, right? Uh, okay. It's pretty much proven that just in our galaxy, the Milky Way, there are like billions of stars. Okay. All right. Our sun is just one star in the Milky Way. All right. It has planets spinning around it, which I'm sure... Many, many other stars have planets spinning around them. I'm with you so far. Okay. There's billions of galaxies in the universe. They've already, they know that, right? How do they know that? Well, I mean, they can see them with telescopes. Then why aren't they seeing the aliens in the telescopes? They are. Ah, they're just not telling they us. They won't tell you. Yeah, see, I, that might be but it. But if our little solar system can have one planet with life on it, and there's 
billions upon billions of other stars in billions of other galaxies, odds are pretty good that there's life other other places. Okay. I'm right? with you. Okay. Now, I'm with you. Now, okay. Now, you know, All you're right. with me. I have a point, but I, you go to, ahead. You're wanting to interrupt, but you're yeah, I am. Wanting, I'm fighting it. I'm fighting it hard. Can you That's see why it? I'm so shutting proud you of down. You right now. <laughs> I'm tensing up. That's I'm why ready. I'm shutting you down because you're turning blue over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now the universe. You know, if if you are any, if you believe in like the Big Bang, which is supposedly the birth of the universe, does not involve doggy doors. Yeah, I'd watch that. Now that's the I big, liked Big that's Bang. That's the Big theory. Bang Bang. Okay, now, gross. But let me write that down. <laughs> but there are other worlds that could have formed, you know, life on them millions of years before our life evolved. I'm raising my hand. Yes, Mr. Flieger. Explain like a three-year-old the Big Bang to me. People are very passionate about this. Well, the fact that two things ran into each other and exploded and created well, see, created that silly I don't direct TV doesn't make sense to me. I am not really a proponent of the Big Bang theory, but the Big Bang theory is is all of the matter in the universe. What's the matter, you? <laughs> Was compact, compacted into such a small space, kind of like what a black hole does theoretically. Okay, and it got to the point where it could just it couldn't even collapse on itself any longer, and it finally exploded into this massive explosion. How did it get there? Well, that's the thing. Well, that that's where science and religion, and we won't go there, meld. Oh, yeah, I don't want to talk okay. about religion. Well, that's, exactly. that's really outside my wheelhouse there. We could do religion and politics next break if you want. Or witchcraft. Is that a religion? No, or witchcraft a and politics. How's that? That could be interesting. That could be really interesting. But anyway, witches, that was the possibility of other life. Okay. Now, am I free? I called on you, but All you right. didn't answer. All you right. just wanted to keep babbling All about right. something else. I'm going to surprise you here. Okay. I agree uh, with you. I'm stunned. There is almost no doubt, assuming all that nerdy stuff you just said is true. And what, what is that binging and banging? I have no idea. I mean, you, you talked about these ghosts yelling at us is last week. Is you blowing up? Is your phone blowing up? No. But you keep talking about the neighbors upstairs a couple weeks ago, and right. it wasn't even audible on the show. So nah, it's just these no, little voices and things in your head. Do not give him an out that just because his other excuse was, oh, now they're, they're <laughs> fist b- bumping over here. This is horse shit. Now, now you've got me way I off kilter. I had a point. I had a point. Why don't you turn hear that? You up. want to talk about not being able to hear something on the show. Why don't you turn that up where somebody might be able to hear it? Same with you. I got like what you just piled on that thing all day. No, with it had low battery out. because oh. you didn't charge it up well, for me. Plug the damn thing in. How well, hard I, is that? I what do you mean I didn't charge it up for you? You we have a producer. I know, but he produce does, some he battery power how to for do Christ's that. sake. <laughs> well, that's true. That's oh that's God. very. It's pretty technical. Is that one of those ones you plug in? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you, you put the, the the. You just don't change the ever ready cat battery. <laughs> I, I thought it used sailboat fuel. All right, I had about three points I was ready to make. Right. Something about the noise, but we'll forget that. You, you, Let's you, get back to the topic at hand. Back okay. to the subject at hand. Okay. 
perfection is perfected, so I'm glad you understand. Yes. I'm, I'm doing rap lyrics today in case you haven't noticed. There's a theme. I have no doubt, assuming all that stuff is true, the endless galaxies, universes, three musketeers, all that nerdy shit you were talking about. What I have a hard time believing, if these societies are so much more advanced than we are, that they can be, how did they describe the thing on 60 Minutes this week? It was like a tic-tac and, are we on the air? Yeah, I guess we are. I got nervous there. Your thing quit moving. Well, and I'll I tell don't, you what. <laughs> a, I don't trust him anymore. <laughs> so if I look over there. All right. Pay attention to the bottom line. Right. Horrible. So the one on the, what was it, 60 Minutes this weekend where they had the, I think they were Navy pilots, right? And they were yes. showing the video and said it looked like a tic-tac and there was no exhaust. There was no propulsion. It's just floating around. So that is unthinkable technology to us right now, right? I'm given to understand that. Right. You know, that's why they still can't even make the real hoverboard like they had in Back to the Future that everybody's wanted since that movie came out. If you have all that technology and all that ability, number one, why are you just coming down here and floating around over trailer parks and over the ocean? And number two, if you are coming down here, why aren't they just blowing the shit out of us, blowing us right out of our galaxy? That's where I'm thinking well, there's probably they're... something out there, but what these yokels and what you two drunk stoners were seeing out in the middle of those fields had wasn't alien life because they've got better things to do. That's my argument. Have you ever gone to a sideshow? Like the bearded lady? Yep. No. Sideshow Bob? You ever go to the carnival? Yes. Just the people watch. So you're 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 making the argument those are aliens. They're among us. No, no, no. <laughs> the aliens are coming to the sideshow and just people watching. We we are entertainment for them. I don't I don't they think could I'd buy be that. just looking at us as a primitive civilization and seeing how we're doing. But why aren't they scooping us up and you probing the, us well, and no, studying why us? Why would I even ask him that? Did you ever see the movie The Abyss? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have not. With that may the, surprise Well, they me. lived, you know, the aliens were on Earth and lived down in the ocean. And they, and they basically manipulated water like we do a piece of paper or whatever. And, you know, they were getting resources and so forth from the Earth. But they weren't here to destroy us. But why wouldn't you? Like, if you could blow something up, why wouldn't you? Why? Why would you? Well, what's the point of coming here? That's what I don't understand. Well, why would... I mean, if you go to a... I mean, do you drive into a, 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 a town that you've never been before and just kill everybody? Well, no. Why well, would I do that? Bingo. Why would you do that? But I'm going there for a purpose. They seem to have no purpose but to float over trailer parks. Entertainment. But they'd always do it at night, too. Why don't they ever come out during the day? Because nothing Maybe good they have a cloaking device during the day, but there's lights on at night. Ooh, I don't know. Possible. That's possible. But I just think it's weird. I mean, is it possible we're about you know, a few years away from getting some big breakthrough admission from the government that there is something oh, going on that we don't know anything about? They it's already seemed, did that. Yeah, but it's still kind of nebulous, and they're acknowledging... You know, when you think UFO, dummies like me think aliens and E.T. men and yeah, E.T. UFO just means that it's something in the flying that we don't know what it is. Exactly. They've admitted that, right? Right. So, I still think it's the Russians. 
It's like oh, some so sort of light. They're that far no, advanced. No. Now, see, that's. No, they're just effing with us. It's like holograms well, and stuff. Oh, they're getting all. Okay, now, see, that's where up. that really destroys your theory right there. I, I disagree completely. For the simple reason if the Russians were that far ahead of us in technology, we'd be the first to be blown off the face of this earth. Well, that's why it's not technology. They're just effing with us. Because here's my Holograms problem. Holograms aren't technology. Even if... What nah. are they using? A big mirror? I mean, I, they may have having Tupac in concert with a hologram. It can't be that hard. Even the Russians could do it. Was that World War II where they used hay bales for tanks as a as a decoy? Well, they had paper tanks. Paper tanks. That's what it was. You know, cardboard and so forth. Yeah. Why would they do that? Just make it look like, like over a they did it hillside over- or something. No, they did it over in England, across the channel from the port of Calais, which is where, which was the closest point for the D-Day invasion. Okay, and they wanted the Germans to think that that's where the main thrust was going to come, and they had actually taken Patton out of out of commission and put him in charge of that army, which was fake. And they and they were convinced that Patton was leading it because that was the most feared general in World War II on right. the American side. Well, yeah, they had all these like cardboard tanks and planes and and all this stuff, just thousands of them. And the Germans fell for this. Well, nobody got close enough to say, "Hey, there's a stick holding that one up." No, because does the nobody old, see the, the broom old, handle here? Am I the only one? No, because they didn't have satellites. They had to fly over, and you're over, and you're taking. Way high aerial photography. This is 1944. I mean, it's not like, you know, you had your little cell phones and, you know, you could just walk wherever you felt like. But Did I ever tell you the story? Oh, boy. Here we go. Well, I still, we haven't heard about your, both of your alien encounters. My father was in encounters. World War II. Really? And he was in an outfit. Uh, he was actually in Patton's army, but he didn't, no kidding. he didn't join up into his army until after... They were in Europe after uh, the landing. Okay. Anyway, and he had started off in Italy, and he joined them up, I think, in southern France, and they went up into Germany and Luxembourg and all over the place. I mean, they they had like a pretty helter-skelter type of path of of taking stuff over. Anyway, he said there was an old Georgia boy in his outfit that joined him. I think it was in France or, or southern Germany, somewhere along there. And he got to know him. He's in there for about a month. And um, they had just finished. They had taken over some small village or whatever in Luxembourg. I think it was. Maybe Belgium. I can't remember. And they were kind of taking a break. And he had talked to that guy like the day before. Well, the next guy, they were getting stuff packed up because they were getting ready to start, you know, the, the trek into Germany again. And all of a sudden... The MPs show up, and they grab the old Georgia boy, take him off. Whoops. He was an SS German. No they had, kidding. They had no He'd clue. He infiltrated. Oh, yeah. They had no clue. And learned a German accent? Or a oh, yeah. Georgian accent, yeah, I mean? Yeah, they just thought he was like, uh, I forget where he said he's from, Marietta, Georgia, whatever, and knew all about baseball and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and, yeah. That's an awesome story. Yeah, it, it's true. He <laughs> says, and, and that was... You know, not the only one. He had heard, you know, different wow, different stories. Once they had gotten into Europe, the Germans 
started infiltrating these guys from captured American uniforms and stuff. And said, oh, yeah, you know, we wherever, you know, I got separated and, you know, I've been hiding out here for a month and this, that, and the other. And they had false papers and so forth. And they talked about their hometowns. and Wow. Yeah, it was it was. That Pretty is, interesting story. Yeah, that's, a, that's a wild story. I like that. So apropos of nothing, having nothing to do with that, but it's been stuck in my head, and if I don't get it out soon, I may explode. You mocked me for not watching movies. I watched until the first commercial break over the weekend. It was on Independent Film Channel, I believe, until the first commercial break, The Big Lebowski. Yes! Uh, give him a yay. And oh. I actually, here's my problem. Of course it doesn't work. <laughs> of course we can't get a yay. Yay. There it yeah. is. Finally. I got and too excited. I sorry. was actually really enjoying it the 15 minutes I watched. And then it went to commercial. And then I got distracted and completely yeah. forgot to go back. But I might have to re-explore it. It seems funny to me. Excellent. I have it on any format that you would like. Jeff well, I probably have ac- no endless commercials. access yeah, to no it commercials. as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I get distracted so easily, but I enjoyed it. So, well, here's something that's not going to distract you it, it rivets you forever. Articles by Kyle Porter. Oh, yes. We'll have to do Coming that. Coming up after, after our message at uh, the Chop Shop, I believe. Or no, no Dead Sled yeah, Coffee. I think we got to do Dead Sled. Sell some coffee. Yeah, we are way over. over and I time. appreciate the morning blend. Oh, you have to talk about that right after this. Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect, no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED15 and take 15% off your order. Deadsledcoffee.com. And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. All right, welcome back into... What it World War II talk, alien <laughs> Everything UFO but sports, talk. It seems like. well, yeah, sports. There's nothing going on right now. Well, yes, there is. Oh. The PGA is coming up. Indeed. Kiowa it, Island, I'm yes. given to understand. I play Kiowa Island. It's a beautiful place, too. It really what is. What are the, the characteristics of it? I know they've played tournaments there. Is it hilly? You, you said last week the wind wasn't as much of a factor as well, I was thinking it would be. It can be. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's you know yeah, if you're in the ocean, it can right. happen. Yeah, and and in May it's very possible because it's probably still colder air around and so forth. Of course, maybe not in South Carolina. Yeah. I don't remember. But anyway, it, it's a very nice place. It's long, from what I remember. Okay. But that was years ago. It may not be long to anybody anymore. Yeah, that's so. what I'm doing. I'm fishing for for betting advice you know right. who does this course play into who does it work against you know i don't really know okay i mean it's, it's they don't play there often enough that anybody no and, and has it, a sense look let's it. face it it plays to the guy that hits the fairways well hits the greens <laughs> and, and doesn't it doesn't putt like he's using a broomstick right i mean yeah. that, that's basically it 
Um, Fair enough. You know, you you can have all these sand saves and this, that, and the other, but if you're not hitting in the bunkers, you're fine. Are there going to be gators on TV, or do they chase them all out of there? Uh, you don't really chase gators away. Well, that's true. They go into the water, and they'll come up somewhere else. But if there was gators at the Masters, they'd get rid of them. Well, they'd probably just shoot them, but you wouldn't know about it. <laughs> that's <them>. true, yeah. <laughs> We get but, some surreptitious video on the Guardian or something of them massacring alligators <laughs> all over the Amen Corner. Yeah. I'd watch that video. Oh, I would too. No shoot them, Elizabeth. Shoot them. But we have an article by our favorite journalist. Oh, of yeah. All time. Let me get comfortable. Yes. Uh, soliloquy is upon us. Yes. CBS's Kyle Porter writes prefacing the PGA Championship coming up in 2021 at Kiowa Island. And I start. Ah, yes. In just 11 starts, you know, and it only took two lines to find something wrong with this story. Oh, okay. okay. So I'll In get just ready 11 now. starts during the season, this season, PGA, or excuse me, I'm going to start over yeah. again. In just Calm 11 starts during this PGA Tour season, DeChambeau leads oh. the PGA DeChambeau. Tour in wins, quote, two. All right. With Stuart Sink. You know, let's not just say he's alone. And then he has majors. One. Well, Matsuyama won the Masters. We haven't played any other majors this year. So how's he lead in majors? Yeah, how does DeChambeau? <laughs> Wait a minute. Tell me, Kyle. Are we missing something really Apparently. obvious here? Yeah, wait a minute. They've only played one major this year. Bingo. He didn't win it. Did they play any of last year's majors after January 1? No. No. What the hell's he talking about? I have no idea. Oh, Kyle. I have no idea. Kyle, Kyle. come on, man. It's terrible. What are you doing? You got to be reading it wrong. Kyle wouldn't make that type of mistake. <laughs> I don't know. I refuse to believe it. Okay. Okay. He's leading his scoring average, strokes gained, whatever the hell that means, driving distance, no kidding. And he has six top tens while playing almost exclusively the best events on tour. Well, Jack Nicklaus did that for 20 years. It's in Tiger Woods as well. It's been an impressive run for the big boy. (laughs) (laughs) Did he really call him the big boy? (laughs) Capital letters. Capital B, capital B. If that came from him, it would have got a gross. (laughs) The big boy. Come on. I can't even shampoo that. That has no, maybe flown gross. a bit under. Yeah, listen to this. That has maybe flown a bit under the radar, partly because the season has been so elongated, and partly because DeChambeau, even by superstar standards, does not play all that often. He will, however, play each of the next two weeks, and he will, as he almost always is, be among the favorites this week at the AT and T Byron Nelson. Didn't they just play that? A couple last weeks week. ago, or was it last? I think, well, no, I think it was that was past week, wasn't it? Yeah. He didn't win it, sorry. <laughs> Where he will not have to worry about taking Spoiler a jet alert. back to the tournament if he's sitting on the cut line come Friday evening. Next week, he could be primed for major win number two, and I don't know where number one came from, at Beastly Ocean Course at Kiowa Island, which is going to play close to 8,000 yards, in quotation marks, his wheelhouse. Well, that that much is true. That much is true. But, despite a run-of-the-mill last few months, though, DeChambeau is probably the current front-runner to be the 2021 PGA Tour Player of the Year. 
It would be his first time winning that trophy. Nobody has more wins. Nobody has more FedEx Cup points. And nobody has more majors. I mean, he must be average. He must he be counting like- 2020 and 21. He almost has. I'm, I'm befuddled by it. I'm over here Googling feverishly trying to figure out what the hell but he's Matt talking Siyama about. But Matsuyama won the Masters. He's not leading yeah. in, in, in majors. In 2021. Only Justin Thomas has won more money. If DeChambeau wins the PGA, that's probably a wrap. If he wins anything else, depending on how the majors go, his presumed three wins, including the U.S. Open, could do it. I have no idea what he's talking about. And now we're presuming? uh, This is from the FedEx Championship. All right. Number of wins for Bryson DeChambeau. Gross. Two. Two. Those, yeah. That's it. Right. Number of top tens, six. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, he said that. I, I didn't even say top tens, but the majors. Yeah, he did. It was in oh, the yeah, story. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're six right. I'm sorry. Yeah, six top yeah. ten. Right. Kyle, I think but, Kyle's on the but on smoking won, the weeds. Hideki Matsuyama won the Masters. Yes. I, I, he's yes. on we some can, sort we, of drugs. We can agree upon that. All right. DeChambeau has also, and now this is where it really starts getting exciting. Oh, now it's getting. DeChambeau has also quietly become maybe the most well-rounded player on the PGA Tour. From the start of 2020 until September, he was only better than .3 strokes gained in two of four categories. I have no idea what the hell that means. Now... He's above that number in all four while increasing his overall strokes gain number as well. I don't care how many strokes he gains. How many tournaments has he won? Two. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's not sure like I do. air yards in football. I, I do feel like a dummy, but I hear, I hear that strokes gain stat thrown out there all the time. I got no freaking clue it what it means. It means nothing. Gained on what? Yeah. Anyway. Come for the show off the tee, but stay to see how adept he is at getting in the cup. Ooh, wow. adept at I mean, getting in the yeah. cup. There so did DCMBO cert- learn to putts at some point that I wasn't aware of? There will almost certainly be another three or six or ten very loud DeChambeau moments throughout the course of 2021. Ooh. He will do and say insane things. That will mostly accentuate the ridiculous lore surrounding him. Oh, here it comes. All right. And in now those this is moments, what I've been for. it is chaos. Chaos. And, and disorder. There we go. <laughs> what was that? He, I don't think you could do that. He's Mark slurping. that down. He's I've, slurping. I got to edit that out. It's difficult to separate the absurd from the truly great. So it's in the quiet moments like the one in which we are currently at where it's easier to step back and see how truly prolific he has become over the last six months. He might be the best player in the world right now. Normalizing greatness like he has is the mark of a superstar, which is what he has become. Even if you didn't notice it amid all the chaos, maybe you can appreciate it during the silence. How much do you think it would cost to get... Kyle Porter to say chaos and disorder. Based on this. And a hyperlink. Millions. I mean, my God. I mean, that's, that's this is a the new right great there. American poet, Kyle Porter. Uh, yeah. Hey, he put Jim Morrison to shame. I mean, we, we, we've got to get him on the show, right? I mean, we I have. actually know his cousin. 
What do you mean you know his cousin? Like, you know a guy whose cousin no, is named no, Kyle nope, Porter. Nope, nope, My right. My boss is his cousin. How do you know this? How he, have you put this together? He told me. Your boss just walks around bragging that I'm... No, he I mean, isn't he a little Kyle taken Porter? back that we make fun of Kyle Porter? <laughs> no, no, he... He has a big poster in his office of Kyle Porter, autographed and everything. But does if is he's this his cousin? Am I though, missing something? Here? Is it if he's his cousin? Aren't we being a little harsh to his relatives? I don't think. Okay. Well, I don't think we he's are. He's not welcome around the Thanksgiving table. I take it, Mister oh. Porter or the boss, Kyle Porter. Uh, so is Kyle Porter local to us? I don't believe so. Well, why Why do you think you could get him on if they don't even like each other at Thanksgiving? No, we can get his cousin on. Well, that's not Kyle Porter. It's a, Hey, it's, I'd take it. Wait a minute. I think I've gotten lost here. <laughs> Hold on. So the monkeys is uncle? The greatest line in cinema ever from The Lion King. You've got to go back and find it if you forget what I'm talking about. So hold on, your boss is cousins with Kyle Porter yep. or cousins so with Kyle get... Porter's cousin? No, he's cousins with Kyle Porter. Meaning, so he I wants thought... to put his boss on, <laughs> yeah, 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 but not wants... Kyle Porter. Right? He wants the cousin. I mean, to we can on. try and get Kyle it's via the like cousin. Steve Goodman, I'm my own grandpa. Yeah. I mean, jeez. Uh, <laughs> this show is pathetic. This is just awful. More importantly, John Daly's plus a hundred thousand this weekend. <laughs> you. Well, yeah, if you want to waste a penny on that, I mean, go you might for as well it. throw a dollar on it. What's it hurt? You know, what's that? Ten grand on a dollar? Am I doing that math right? I, I have a so, great yeah. story for you, Mister Flager. Wait, Another who do you one. who do you got this weekend? Oh, I don't care. I don't know who this plays well to. I just I, I'm going to have to do I'm some not research. Sure Long ball, that. low hitters. Well, it'd probably be DeChambeau. I don't. Is there a lot of trouble? Is it like deep rough? Is it because that's where he struggles? See, right? I don't know shot. if it's going to have deep rough because we see so little of that golf course right. on on any tour. Um, for the PGA, it could be fairly gnarly. I don't know, but at eight thousand yards. I mean, you're knocking out a, a chunk of the field, I think. What do they do? Yeah, you're right about that. And you know, depending, there's going to be wind. It's just whether or right. not it's bad, bad wind. There's going to be wind. I don't know what direction the wind plays into. You, you know well, what I mean? It usually comes off the ocean, which is going to be east to west. So I don't know how many. Yeah, how the know, course how is laid right. out. That'll be interesting. I, I'll be honest. I don't have much of a sense for the PGA. Do they trick the courses up for them at all? Leave the rough deep? Because in the you know well, as old days as three years ago, they played this thing during the NFL season, and I paid exactly well, zero attention. To well, it. they used to play it in August. Okay, and yet, and they would play them at such places as like. Shoal Creek down in Alabama, right. or yeah, I just feel like Bell Reef. Some of these places. Well, I mid, paid no attention. Yeah. To well, it. the thing is, I mean, I do, but I mean, some of these golf courses, mid-August, they're. I mean, they're frying. I mean, by yeah. by Sunday afternoon, it looks like your brown desk over there. The greens. Hmm. I mean, they don't even look like greens. They just look like they're dead. Yeah. And you know, it, it's only so much you can do. But like in May on Kiowa Island. That place could be pretty nasty, I would think, because it's ideal growing conditions for whatever you want to grow. Simple as that. True, yeah. So I think it ought to be good. 
If you want to talk about length, obviously DeChambeau, Rory, it's not going to hurt. Um, I'm sure there's a few other guys out there that Rom. are. Pardon me? John Rom. That's yeah, an John Rom. He's one I forget yes. about all the time that's always in contention right. in these places. I'm going with him, and I'm going to do a dark horse of Abraham Answer. He's been playing very well this year. He really has. If he doesn't win, I'm going top five for him. Finish. Yeah, I, I mean, I would like to see Rory get back into it. I was but... just getting ready to yell at him and here. It's my computer that's making the noise. There so you go. apologies, even though I didn't actually yell. But whether or not this this plays into his game, I kind of like – I'm I'm still pulling from my guy, Jordan Spieth. Um, I don't know how that plays on his game, quite frankly. I, I, I don't know. know what Jordan Spieth's game is anymore. It's feast or famine. Yeah, I mean, Augusta's not like a real, really indicative. I mean, no. it's a strategic golf course. Right. Yeah, any guy can reach any of these holes. I mean, some of these old guys can can still play it there. So, you know, it, it, it's strategic. This could be, this could be a, almost like a Seve Ballesteros factor. I mean, I don't the, think he's going to win. No, but the guys <laughs> that can get out of a lot of trouble. You know, if the wind starts playing into it and it's right. long and they can just avoid the disasters. Um, I miss Seve Ballesteros. That was like the original swashbuckler there. I mean, he would be in knee-deep stuff and come out and make a birdie. You know, I'm sitting here like like I'm talking to a freaking wall. I got him over there with his headphones on looking at something and you're just staring blankly at a, at a ghost or something. I'm listening. I don't believe you are. I, I'm listening. Are we going to take another break before I have a ghost story? Oh, a ghost story. Nice. Well, not a ghost story, dead body story. Oh. Sorry. Well, it's probably a ghost now. So eventually, but anyhow, I'm going to be boring here. I'm going to pick DJ after that terrible, terrible trunk slamming performance at Augusta. I think with all these unknowns, I think, Dustin Johnson's the type of guy who's obviously in competition everywhere. I think he could. Scotty Scheffler is a dark horse. How about them apples? I like it. All right. Speaking of apples, they, they probably have apples in something over there. But let's hear from the chop shop. We'll be back right after this. We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, the Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you are sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at ChopShopButler.com. Or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania. And tell them Flager and Briggs sent you. I messed up. I didn't make it to the Chop Shop last week. I'd been on a pretty good run where I had been there the week prior to the show every time. So I'm still just thinking about that poutine. I think we need a poutine food drop here in the asylum studio. I think so. That would be great for PGA week. Ooh, to celebrate, to talk about the PGA while we eat poutine. Sorry, I really like that solo. With pot roast on it. Just brilliant. They put pot roast on the poutine. Yeah, we talked about that last week. It was like Homer Simpson. Yeah, Yeah, brilliant. All right, so somebody died, Rick, I'm given to understand. 
Let me just read the story. It's just a wonderful it's story. Just, it's got to stand alone. <laughs> Colorado police have arrested seven people in connection with the discovery of a mummified body that author- authorities believe belonged to the leader of the spiritual group Love Has Won. Ah, it, apparently not. Apparently Amy Carlson, 45, who led the group and was known as Mother God. <laughs> <laughs> by her followers, was bad. found dead in a home in the rural town of Moffat last Wednesday, according to arrest affidavits. Where are we up- at? Colorado. Yes. I can see that. Obtained yeah. by Fox News. Carlson's body was reportedly wrapped in a sleeping bag and decorated with Christmas lights. Oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> and it and? mummified in there. Is that it? Is that the end oh, of the story? Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, I just gathering myself. Right. Dramatic pause. So did yeah. Mother God die in the sleeping the bag? The seven people who have been charged in connection with the discovery of a mummified body, a follower who has not been charged told investigators he had taken in a group of people who needed a place to stay. He found the body in a back bedroom when he returned home Wednesday following a trip to Denver. Wait, wait, hold on. I got I know you hate this. I got to pause you there. So he took these people in and they brought Mother God's carcass with them? Apparently. Or did Mother God donk off in his house? No, no, you have to listen to the oh, rest of the story. Right. Kind of like Paul Harvey, the rest of the story. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I did too. He reported a discovery to police and said he believed the group had transported Carlson's body to his home from California. The mummified remains appeared to be set up in some type of shrine and have what appears to be glitter-type makeup on around the eyes. According to the affidavits, investigators searched an SUV on the property and said the back seat was laid down in a position, in a position, in quotations, <laughs> consistent with someone transporting the mummified remains. Like there's something... <laughs> like this I is do not have that, that position they see in, all the time? in my SUV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many ways is there like a special mummified remain setting? I guess in some you just of these don't SUVs? stand them up in a pickup truck. You got to lay them down. <laughs> I don't know. But it, couldn't that also be consistent with hauling a lot of groceries? <laughs> that seems like kind of a leap. You know what I, I know. <laughs> okay, Saguache so County Coroner Tom Perrin told Fox News he believes Carlson likely died roughly four weeks ago. Ah. He said a toxicology report is pending and his office is comparing dental records to positively positively identify Carlson. It's Mother God to you. Show some respect. (laughs) Two children, a 13-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy, were in the home at the time of the discovery. That, that, That... Makes you feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the seven people who are arrested are also facing child abuse charges, which is even more saddening. According to the affidavits, the sheriff's office has received many complaints from families across the country saying love has won, is brainwashing people and stealing their money. Well, gee, it's a cult. What do you think they're doing? Kind of their thing, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? (laughs) The group is known to take people in from all over the world. Well, well, I bet absolutely. you. You got green, yeah, come my, on in. Mother God is is all-inclusive. 
A website and Facebook page for the group appears to have been taken down. Oh, oh man, wow. I was just about to Google it too. A YouTube page connected with the group is still up, however, ah, showing here we more go. than seventy six hundred subscribers. I mean, wow. Maybe it's just because they do really wacky shit and people like to watch it. People are nuts nowadays, <laughs> man. I mean to tell you. Carlson's followers believe she communicated with angels and that she was leading them to a great awakening. Mm. Oh, that's nice. The, De- <laughs> the Denver Post reported Monday that the group, which established itself in southern Colorado in 2018. All the great religions started in 2018. <laughs> yeah. That was the renaissance of, of Jesus or God, or I don't, or did they only believe in Mother God? No, she's talking to angels. She had to believe in something higher than herself, right? Have I gone too far? Don't jump the shark. I might be overthinking things a little. But anyway, they offer spiritual intuitive ascension sessions. Boy, say that That, three times. That's a mouthful there. Spiritual intuitive ascension sessions. Bible study would be easier to stay. And they sell spiritual healing products online. Of course they do. Yeah, yeah, like creams. I think you have some, don't you, Alejandro? Creams and salves. (laughs) Salves. Balms. Balms, yes. Bag balm. Spirit balm. (laughs) You know, that's a cure for what ails you right there. Apparently. Bong bongs. Rub a little of that on your upper thighs and you'll be good to go. bomb. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's some candles there. Oh, I'm sure they have spiritual candles and and all kinds of Decorative throw pillows, I have to assume. And I would assume that the spiritual candles are probably, once you light them, they're probably releasing... Somebody's oh. spirit to communicate with you. Oh, you don't want to do that. You, you light the wrong one. Well, I mean, I don't think they have a Hitler candle or nothing like that. Well, it's probably I would, I would hope your not. grandmother or something like that, I'm assuming. How, where would they get the essence of my grandmother? Well, Mother God can do anything, well, right? Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I'm questioning <laughs> I mean, Mother she God. She's laying yeah. in a sleeping bag with Christmas lights on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, glitter Did eye makeup. Explained for- any of that? Sir, no. Is that the end of the story? That's the end of the story. <laughs> Real quick, is that who you would picture to be in Mother Lo- Mother God cult? Yeah, that's kind of right out of central casting. You're going to have to move there. I'm a little far away. As t- yeah, they look real. Yeah, I did see that picture. They all look very intelligent. Is top right unlike the others? Is she attractive? No. No. I'm kind of far no. away. You're, you're far away. Yeah. yeah. Take the readers it, off. It might be just in comparison to the others. I don't even have my glasses on. I can tell that so, these people are nuts. So number two there immediately is, from the one that you thought was pseudo hot mm-hmm. has a wonky beard. This side is longer than the other. Oh, that's not a, like a shadow or his shoulder. It's that's like beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. So I, I, I'm confused. So what were they charged with? Just hauling the dead body around? Probably. Well, they're probably pending a murder investigation. On oh, top they think of everything they they else. think they donked off Mother God. But but the worst. You think they'd have been is, smited by now? But but the worst thing, is, I mean, you know, what's keeping them arrested is okay. They're transporting a corpse, abuse right. of a corpse, blah blah blah. You know, but now it's it's basically a murder investigation. So, dumb question. 
I don't know if this is appropriate. Who cares? Dumb question. <laughs> it's chaos and disorder. So I they, don't care. They think Mother God had shed her mortal coil about four months prior, right? I don't know. Well, yes, yes, yes. So at what point do you become mummified and stop stinking? Because I'm worried about this guy who let these whack jobs in his house because they're all fo- followers of Mother God and didn't notice in amongst with his kids the, the rotting corpse of... Well, he went to Denver. Oh, he was out of town. Yeah. So he, he just to, gave them the house. That's what you the candles yeah. were for. And when he came back to Denver... He left his kids Denver, with the wackos? Or were those well, no, not his kids? they didn't say the kids were his. Oh, okay. It could have been some of these crazy people's kids. Yeah, probably. Probably the guy with the wonky beard. He looks fertile. Yeah. That's, oh, that's really disgusting. Along like, the lines of... Are you done with the body story? Yes. So <laughs> He's had enough. There, there was a tomb recently excavated in Egypt... And as they took the tomb out, uh, researchers noticed that there was this, we'll call it a puddle, underneath the sarcophagus. Which means he wasn't dead when they put him in? In in hypothesis. So there was 18,000 people signed up that they wanted to drink from the puddle. I don't know, it just wasn't piss from one of the construction workers it doesn't matter if it's if it's the body decomposing and liquids coming out well yeah why did they want to drink that they apparently thought that that would make their life so much better was it somebody famous okay no well it was potentially how would it make their life Uh. better i mean it can't make them immoral because it's from a dead guy obviously he wasn't immoral right but they're drinking Drinking from a pharaoh's liquids, post mortem liquids. <laughs> that was the appropriate <laughs> that, response. That's disgusting. <laughs> Can we Eight name the show Post Mortem Liquids? I mean, <laughs> why not? But uh, I, I mean, down. pharaohs were. I mean, you know, the pharaoh was dead between what two thousand and five thousand years ago. I, I would assume. Right. How could there be? There couldn't be any liquid left of this guy. Well, maybe that's I why mean, you that want to drink a, that's it. That's an extra impressive. excavator's urine, I believe. That, that's what I'm thinking is even, happening Even too. still. But no. It's like those people who see the Virgin Mary and like burnt toast and things. I think it's, I think it's, uh, there's skullduggery afoot, I have to believe. Perhaps even, this may be a little strong, but perhaps some malfeasance as well. Well, watch your mouth. I know. I'm sorry. Don't don't delete this episode like you do every other one where I say something controversial. I will stop this episode for the seventh time. Can we get out of here? I'm hungry. I suppose. We've been on long enough. Feels like it's been two hours. This show hasn't been very good. It started out fantastic. Last week flowed beautifully. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the difference is. I don't know. What what changed I mean, between last week and this week? Uh, I mean, we're in the same studio. Oh, you had better beer this week. We covered golf, football. Yeah. You're equally drunk as you were. I'm still Actually, hungry. I'm not, but I wish I was. It would probably make it go faster. you to bullshit me. It I would know. make time go faster. You well, gotta admit that's true. Yeah, maybe I should start drinking on Tuesdays. I think you should. I don't think I want to go down that road. Be a turn into you two. But you oh, know that's the, a terrible the, uh, band. The caveman draft league. Yeah, I don't like you two. Draft order uh, meetings probably in a month. Ooh, that's going to be good. It'll be you and I showing up. 
to Nelly. Forty-five minutes late, and that'll Probably. be about it. Maybe Cliff. Oh yeah, he lives right there. Yeah. Bowser, he's too belligerent. Um, low might if I offer to pay him. <laughs> um, that'll that's be about it. it. Yeah. Man. Oh no, Riddle or Tony might. I don't know if Tony will be allowed to play on a school night. He's on a pretty short one. Yeah. All right, well, let's get out of here. Sausage casserole tonight. I've got to Ooh, go eat it. It's what's fantastic. in that? So let's talk Talk to us. What's in it? it I don't really know. Besides, sauce, besides sausage. Rice. Cheese? Yeah, it's rice and sausage. Okay. There's some type of sauce that pulls it all together. Oh, yeah. And cheese. Cheese across the top. And what are those little red, are they pimentos, I think? Okay. I think that's about it. Pretty oh. simple. It's delectable. And I want to eat it. Sausage, cheese, and rice. I mean, yeah. How bad can it be, right? I mean, I'd, eat, I'd eat, you know, sausage off a of Mother God's rotting corpse, to be honest with you. What <laughs> about the Pharaoh's water? Yeah, yeah. you mix the Pharaoh's they water drink, in, yeah. into with some Bob Evans maple sausage. I couldn't get enough. Hey, so thanks for joining us this week on Chaos and Disorder. I hope you had as much fun as we've had. Because we didn't have any. We will be back next week with more fun and more thrills. Check out the show at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, Chaos and Disorder Pod on Facebook. And you can find more of this brilliance over at AsylumFantasySports.com. Until next time, friends, we'll see you. Yeah, take care. I didn't like your lack of enthusiasm. He didn't have enough cocoa nibs. I didn't like the show. Really? Did not like it. Started out strong. (laughs) I mean, I never liked the show. I do like sausage. Sausage casserole sounds intriguing. Yeah, it's... uh, I I like tuna casserole, but I never tried sausage. Really? You don't like tuna? Not warm. Really? Tuna casserole is basically just onion casserole. What is? Tuna casserole. Just onions all through it. I don't even put onions in mine. It might be better. It'd still gross me out. Really? Well, I mean, you're not alone, but like half my family loves it, the other half hates it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with the smart side that hates it. Oh, really? Well, where do you see who you think's smart? <laughs> What, is there a member of your family I like better than the other? I don't remember. Apparently. (laughs) All right, let's get out of here. Well, Well, you didn't tell them where to find rival lovers again. Yeah, do your job. Band camp. Band camp. At Bronco Swanson. I got it that time. At Real Rival Lovers on Twitter. Good old Andy Frampton has had some great content lately. He's, he's starting to crank it up for touring. Crank I would love to have Andy on the show. We'll get him. We will get him. He needs to tour Handy here. I, I would go see him. He, as long as he lets me backstage. I need to feel like a VIP. He said that he was trying to get Pittsburgh. I'd um, go to Pittsburgh. Um, but with Allegheny County being Allegheny County, well, it's yeah. a little well, tough. That's the yet. thing. That's been our problem. We've been trying to get our old buddy Reed Foley some, you know, some contacts up here, but Nobody's allowed to do anything. Yeah. Jurgles. Jurgles is open in full force, I think, June. The song ended. You have to end the show now. Let's put him on the board. House Mazzoli. Got it. Championship. Championship. Arrivederci. Bye, horse. <laughs>